and welcome to this year's Word Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Symes. I'm an author, entrepreneur, mum and wife. A couple of years ago, I realised the power of theming my year with a single word when I selected the word love and did everything I could to embody this word into all facets of my life. The positive impact this word had on my life was so profound that I wrote a book about my experience called A Year of Love, Finding Peace One Day at a Time. Since then, I continue to follow my Word of the Year theme and also select a Word of the Month, which I explore further in this podcast series. In each episode, I will dive deeper into the significance of my monthly word, which will hopefully inspire and motivate you to use more positive words too and ultimately change your life one day at a time. I also share quotes and other sparks of inspiration related to my monthly word on my blog and Facebook page. Check out the links for these in the show notes. Without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode. I have been very fortunate to work with some incredible people throughout my life and would count Karen Sawyer as one of the best. Karen and I worked together in retail buying, which was a fast-paced and often stressful environment. And, despite the pressure, Karen always had a calm confidence and an optimistic outlook. Karen also has a presence and magnetic energy. You just can't help but feel great in her company. With a keen interest in health and fitness, it came as no surprise to me when I learned Karen had transitioned into health and wellness coaching. Known as the Plant Power Coach, Karen specialises in plant-based programs, which help people achieve their weight loss goals by adopting a plant-powered lifestyle. Her signature coaching program, Plant Power Transformation, helps clients achieve their weight and health goals by adopting a healthy diet, healthy lifestyle and healthy mindset for success with ease and enjoyment, without the need for perfection. Karen is certified in plant-based nutrition through eCornell, is a certified health coach through the Health Coach Institute and certified life coach through the Life Coach School. She was named number one plant-based weight loss coach 2022 and 2023 by Lux Life Wellness and Beauty Awards. As a lover of whole plant foods, it is her staunch belief that this is the way the human body should be fueled. And it is her mission to help as many people as possible make plant-based eating joyful and healthy, not only for their own health and weight loss benefits, but for the benefits of both the planet and the animals. This month, as we focus on the theme of simplifying our lives, I caught up with Karen to discuss how a plant-based diet can help simplify your lifestyle. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, where we talk about Karen's plant-based journey to date, how embarking on a plant-based journey might be easier than you think, and we also share some of our favourite books. Here is my conversation with the delightful Karen Sawyer. So we'll jump into it. I'll start Mm -hmm. with my first question, which is related to the podcast in the sense that the podcast focuses on different words each month. And I was wondering if you could tell me um, what impacts words have had on your life um, and, you know, if you have favourite words or how they've kind of influenced your life at all. Yeah, um, I think words have had a big impact on my life and probably less 
so individual words, but you know how they're strung together together in mm. sentences, um, and said in a in a way that is very powerful and actually start to shift some internal beliefs. Um, some of the things that I have I've written down a few things here that uh, have been like powerful sentences uh, mm. for myself over my life are whether you say you can or whether you say you can't, you are right. I love that one. So yeah. It's such a powerful one because, you know, if you believe that you can't do something, you're not really going to try. Whereas mm. if you really believe that you can do something or you can achieve something, you're going to give it your all. Um, so that's been one of my favorites that I always roll out to people uh, around me, including my clients. And that sort of leads on to another one that I've always loved. And I've kind of got a different, I guess, view or usage of it now, which is go hard or go home. Uh, that that to me says like if you're going to go in and do something if you're going to go and try and achieve something you may as well go all in go in go hard with it really really give it your all or don't bother because mm. there's none of this trying trying to me is not a word it's a it's a it's an indecision almost it's like i you know i'd like to do that but i you know not really sure so um yeah go hard or go home um another one that was really powerful for me was others see you the way you see yourself mm, so yeah to me it was like be really careful of how you see yourself and how you treat yourself because what you're doing is teaching other people how to see you and how to treat you as well so um oh, one of my absolute favorites uh has been um Failing to plan is planning to fail. I think I've... <laughs> I remember you saying that when we used to work together. I love that one. And that has stuck with me actually ever since I met you. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. <laughs> That's the power of words, isn't it? Once you hear something yeah. that really just sort of changes the way you think, you hold on to it forever. Um, yeah. Another one for me, just sort of last one, was like life isn't happening to us, it's happening for us. So mm. even all of the shitty things that happen to us in life, they are here as either as a guide or some sort of learning experience. So we can't just sit around and thinking our life is it's crap and there's nothing that you know, you know, sitting in a poor me sort of space. Uh, we've got to start listening to the learnings that we can be taking away from that, and that just shifts so powerfully how you view life and what's actually happening in life. So, yeah, they've been some of the. I guess the sentences that have really shifted a lot internally for me over the last few years. Oh, they're amazing. I love all of them. Absolutely love all of them. Um, and interestingly that you say that you use them with clients, I think it's very mm. empowering to to find little things that might sort of um, resonate with them on where they're at along their journey as well. Yeah. So that leads yeah. me to my next question. Um, which is if you can just tell me a little bit about your background um, yeah. and what inspired or motivated you to embark on your plant-based journey. Okay, a little bit about my background. <laughs> well, uh, <as> you know, <laughs> I was a retail buyer for many years and, um, and I guess, you know, I fell into retail at an early age. It was my first job. Dad got me a, an interview over here in New Zealand with the warehouse uh, as my first mm. on-the-floor on job. And because I never really knew what I wanted to do with my life, uh, even though at some point I did want to either be a writer or a um, editor, something to do with words. I actually went yeah. and did a literature degree, but I came out of my degree not really knowing what I, I wanted to do. I didn't know that. Oh, that's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, at that point, um, 
just sort of going full-time where I was working, you know, instead of working part-time, I went full-time just until some opportunities came around. And I happened to meet one of the retail buyers for the warehouse at the time. And that really inspired me. I thought, that's what I want to do. So, yeah, that's where I went. And I spent a lot of time working there. But I, I got to a point in my journey where it, I'd, I'd done that. Mm. I needed something more. It had been exciting for my, my own development for a while. And now I felt like it didn't really align with who I wanted to be in this world and the impact that I wanted to have. And I, you know, had come across the world of Tony Robbins and coaching mm. a few years earlier. It was probably about the 2015, 2014, something like that. And I had seen the power of, you know, his words uh, with people and helping them shift their perspectives, helping them really change their lives. And I thought that that was just a magical power that I wanted to have. And so, yeah, I decided that at some point I wanted to be a coach. I thought I wanted to be a life coach, and I guess I am now. Um, mm. But that led me down the path of, you know, the desire of wanting to wanting to be a coach. I just didn't know what sort yet. Um, but with regards to the plant-based journey, um, I... I have always been an animal lover, I guess, from a very young age and never really liked meat as a food. Didn't really like the fact that I was eating animals and I always just used to try and push it off to the side of my plate. So naturally, as I when I left home at age 20, I went vegetarian. Um, and I've pretty, be, pretty much been without meat for most of my life since then. I did go back mm. to fish um, a little, you know, for a short period of time. Um, and that was really only here and there. It wasn't wasn't eating it that often. Um, but I knew that it didn't sit well within my soul. I had been vegan for about five years in my 20s and I wanted to come back to being vegan. So first step, I thought, let's go back to vegetarian. And then I was sort of like umming and ahhing, like, you know, trying to get myself to take the next step and go vegan. And then I uh, was diagnosed with a, a stage one melanoma skin cancer. Wow. And yeah. that... That I felt was like the universe saying to me, "Here you go. Here's the kick up the butt that you need." Yeah. So this is where life, yeah. this is where life is happening for us, not to us. It's my universe kick up the butt to say, "Here you go. Uh, this is where you just need to do it." And it was a combination of, um, you know, the desire to go back to vegan um, for my, you know, ethical side of things, um, as well as wanting to do the best possibly for my health and uh, recovery with skin cancer, and. Um, and I guess I was, uh, you know, having a conversation with one of my, uh, I guess, coach uh, friends and she and her husband were wanting to, to transition to a plant-based diet as well. And I was giving them some help and she said, this is what you should coach on. And yeah. it was like all of my worlds just collided. And just aligned, suddenly, yeah. Yeah, I had, uh, I had clarity about what I was supposed to do, what I was here for. And I, I moved so fast. Uh, yeah. I resigned from my job. The, the very next week um, I enrolled wow. in this certification. Yeah. And then two yeah. months later I was doing it. Yeah. So that's amazing. It was, um, it was fast. Yeah. That's, so yeah. That's oh, that's what, fantastic. Um, that was at the uh, early, early 2000. And then of course the world closed yep. down for COVID, but you know, here we are over three and a half years later and, um, yeah. and it's rocking. I'm really, really glad I did it. Oh, look, and I think it's just one of those spaces um, that is only increasing in interest and um, demand as 
as you know we deal with climate change and all of the other issues around our world and people are just so conscious now of what they're putting in their body and on their skin and you know what is in their lifestyle and I think um, it's so great that there's people like yourself out there that are able to kind of guide people on this journey especially if it's sort of a new path for them as well that's amazing yeah Yeah. absolutely and you know there's there's a lot of people also who get to around that age of you know in their 40s and their 50s 60s even and their lifestyle catches up to them you know they're yeah they've got weight issues they've got you know chronic health issues and then they're either told they either watch a documentary they hear from somebody they hear from their doctor somebody mentions the term plant-based whole food plant-based and suddenly you know this whole new world opens up in front of them and they're like ah help I know I need and want to do this but really have no idea where to start so yeah that's where where I come in Mm, that's amazing mm. yeah fantastic um so um for you personally um you've been vegetarian and and plant-based for a number of years now what um are some of the benefits that you've experienced from from that lifestyle um what would you say to other people that are kind of considering going down that path like how has it had a positive impact on your life yeah well um I would say the majority of the impact has really happened when I went whole foods plant-based and there's Mm -hmm. a difference between between, you know, normal plant-based slash vegan and whole food plant-based being that it really reduces and minimizes, eliminates um, as much uh, processed food as possible and really focuses on the whole food. So mm. for me, when I changed my diet, uh, one, pesky layers of body fat that I just was struggling to move mm. uh, and thought that I had to over-exercise like a maniac to shift it, um, it just seemed to melt off my body. So that was a mm. real big bonus for me and you know I've had you know you know up and down weight sort of struggles my whole life and it's always you know there's been periods of my life where I've really relied on over exercising in order to kind of maintain my weight Mm. Um, but that was not sustainable long term Um, and it became you know I started injuring myself a lot so Mm. to find a way of eating that just helped me naturally stay at this this, uh, goal weight has been really really beneficial for me Um, but what else happened my digestion um, everything sorted itself out I was having chronic Mm. digestive problems prior some of it was um, impacted by the level of stress and lack of sleep that I was getting in my previous corporate life too because I was highly stressed out in that environment and you know throwing food down as fast as I could at my desk to carry on working because I just didn't have time so so that wasn't helping my digestion either but also you know the food that I was eating uh, that I changed to eating was also supporting better digestion too um my skin my skin has never looked better in my whole life yeah. I can tell you um, yeah. as soon as I as soon as I went uh, as soon as I uh, I guess when I hit my teens I started getting you know skin problems as normal but they stayed with me uh, up until the yeah. moment really that I that I went whole food plant-based in my mid-40s so uh, it's never been as good which is amazing and, yeah. uh, and I also I can also feel like um, I'm not aging as fast as, as most people, which is yeah. uh, is fantastic. And I'll talk about a, a book that's coming out later this year, um, a little bit a little bit further on that I think you'll enjoy. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Um, so skin, um, my my nails and my hair are really strong. Um, what else? My mind, like just the the uh, 
lack of brain fog as I sit here yeah. going, uh, uh, <laughs> better cognitive um, function yeah absolutely like I, I just I feel like my brain is so much clearer I can think so much clearer I'm much more creative now um what else um oh just like mental health wise I feel yeah. like I'm I don't disappear into dark little corners anymore I just feel yeah. so much more uh, brighter in terms of my outlook in life also my energy levels I've just got so much more energy every day yeah. like I, I used to I used to feel quite sluggish and I used to get the the 3 p.m slump I don't get that yeah. anymore so um yeah so there's just been so many health benefits um there's probably more that I can think of can't think of right now as well but um no, that's yeah, amazing I feel so much healthier and you know I'm 50 in a, a couple of months so yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's like you don't look it. Like your your skin is glowing. Your hair is amazing. Like you are the absolute walking picture postcard for plant based. <laughs> You're the best investment, well, I think. And, and you know what? I think that's really important too because that's what I wanted to be. I want to encourage other people to want to be plant based. Yeah. Because you know it it. It makes my job much more easy uh, in terms of you know the impact that I want to have in the world. So if I can show up being the like the poster child for living this mm -hmm. way, uh, you know it's going to encourage other people to want that too. So yeah, mm -hmm. there is a, there is a bit of strategy behind that too. <laughs> mm. And I like it. It's you know it's not that we want to be sort of you know too focused on on body and weight loss because there's so so many other amazing benefits as well but yeah. you know for some people just as the initial thing that might be why they start the journey but then the reason that they continue is because of all the other benefits you know like the mental clarity and the amazing yeah. skin and hair and you know all all of those things that kind of keep them going in addition to you know maybe dropping a few kilos or whatever so absolutely yeah, yeah. usually the weight loss and look I didn't even really want to coach on weight loss to start with it's just that people kept coming to me for weight loss yeah, um, yeah and so I really you know go hard or go home you may as well go right in and, and do it properly so that's where I've gone with my coaching but yeah helping people experience all the other benefits as well and and yeah I haven't even talked haven't even talked about one of the major benefits that a lot of my clients see and that is uh menopause uh, re massive reduction in menopausal symptoms a lot of my clients oh, are really? yeah. going through menopause yeah so yeah. they'll come to me not able to sleep having ridiculous hot flashes um moods up and down all over the place mm. and suddenly they go when they go transition their diet uh they they just say they feel like a normal human being again a normal person that just all just really flattens down um and i'm going oh, wow. through menopause at the moment uh, as well so um yeah. i will i'll officially be in like post-menopausal at the end of october so um, wow I'm, yeah the only thing i've experienced is uh, very minor hot flashes every now and then um so that's, that's super encouraging yeah yeah oh so if gosh, anybody's uh, if anyone's out there considering going plant based yeah cannot, cannot recommend it highly enough yeah I have to say this has been a common conversation that I've had with a lot of friends at the moment is this you know like when you get to your 40s you kind of think about okay what's next what's coming and I have to yeah. say the experience that people have it can be so varied and I'd still like to do some more research in this. There's still a lot of confusion about hormone replacement therapy and, and what you can do to kind of moderate that. But I think this is an incredible option that I hadn't even thought of for people is, yeah, just yeah. look at your diet and your lifestyle first and foremost before you go down the route of, you know, other interventions. So it's yeah. amazing. 
This yeah, has been cool. so, so powerful for me that I'm actually considering as well um, in the future, near future, creating a menopause program. So I want yeah. to do some more research into it as well and, and also just pull back on some, uh, you know, go and talk to some of my clients who've experienced, um, and, <clears throat> excuse me, amazing results as well. Mm. And, uh, and I also want to talk to some other people and just see, you know, because I've been without meat for a long time. And so, you know, is that contributing to the, uh, the I guess the experience that I'm having right now with a mm. real lack of, lack of symptoms, or you know, can this happen for somebody who who just starts to change their diet while they're actually going through it as well? So on yeah. a shorter term, yeah, that's an excellent yeah, question yeah. to ask. But yeah, definitely opportunity mm. for more research and um, exploration there because it's just such a hot topic. I think that there's mm. probably not enough information around and yeah friends and I were talking about it and probably the reason that that is like we you know always say well it's a woman's problem so the money doesn't get invested into it and also it's a short-term thing like you know it's not yeah and and you are it's not a chronic thing yeah I you are exactly right because um, I've actually heard um, doctors in this specific space talking about that and it's not just hearsay it is actual fact that a lot of the scientific research is conducted on men and so yeah yeah men don't go through this problem so so all the research into into menopause is really uh it's it's kind of like coming it's new so yeah Yeah. um and i and i know that there's uh there's definitely been research happening at the moment into uh you know the impacts of diet and lifestyle on our yeah. symptoms as well because it's it's going to happen for all of us like 100% no getting yeah out it's of guaranteed <laughs> yeah that's yeah, it yeah. and whilst it might not be you know a, a chronic health condition that you carry with you for the whole of your life it, it can sort of be a, a decade-long journey that impacts your life in a significant way you know you look at the statistics mm-hmm. of you know divorce and mental illness and there's a lot that kind of happens in this age group whilst you know, that hormonal change is happening. And quite often for women as well, they're they're carrying it from both ends. You know, they're they're raising children on one end and they're probably taking care of aging parents on the other end. So, and then to deal with the added impact of, you know, haywire hormones, it's, um, I think it's something that does need to be addressed as a priority. So yeah, I'm so excited to see that you're looking at that as an option going forward. That's amazing. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I'm excited about Um, that. Yeah, me too. So my next question was, um, like, I'm completely sold now on a plant-based lifestyle, but were there any challenges for you going plant-based or what would you say is sort of the, maybe the biggest challenge or challenges that you face, you know, daily with, with a, you know, I suppose like what you'd say is not quite yet a mainstream diet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was pondering that question myself. Um, And for me, I think the main, I didn't really have challenges when I went plant-based. My main challenge was getting over my own mental drama that Mm. was stopping me from doing it. And that was fear of what other people would say, you know, fear of other Mm. people's criticisms and, you know, bitchy little comments and things like that on social media or whatever. Um, my fear of, you know, yeah, it was, it was mainly around fear of how other people would see me. So I guess mm-hmm. I was probably hiding and holding myself back because I didn't want to face that. But, um, you know, the, the actual doing of it, it's not hard, not hard mm-hmm. at all, not, not in this world today and certainly not 
here in Australia um, or this part of the world. I know there are some more challenges in other parts of the world, but it can be done and people are thriving living this way. It's the, mm. the, thing that is, the thing that is really hard is the habit change. It's changing what you are doing. But for me, it was a gradual change. And this is what I would recommend people do yeah. if they are interested in it. So I wasn't coming completely, like I didn't go from a standard Western diet to whole food plant-based overnight. I you know, was vegetarian for a long time. Um, and, then, and then I went vegan, but I went kind of not totally processed vegan but you know I was including a lot of the faux meats and faux cheeses and all those replacement type foods mm. and still cooking with oils and stuff and so um so that that was the first step from vegetarian to vegan and then uh I went more whole foods plant-based so it was for me it was that gradual change and um so it wasn't really that much of a challenge yes I had to rethink some of my recipes but in a lot of cases it was very, very simple because, you know, there were even a lot of, um, there were just a lot of recipes where I didn't need additional ingredients. For, for example, I would make a Mexican bean uh, tortilla wrap. And instead of putting the, you know, the sour cream and the cheese on it, I just put some guacamole on it. And that yeah, was a yeah. you know, very, very easy swap. And, yeah. um, you know, some of my pasta dishes, uh, very simple. And I, all I would do was... Um, make it with an egg-free pasta and then instead of putting the I just not put the parmesan on the top uh, yeah. or I'd remake my pesto recipe without parmesan just change up some of the ingredients slightly to try and yeah. you know re recreate that flavor and so you know I, I just started with things that that were familiar to me and that I could adjust slightly uh, that was the easiest way to jump into it and um, and then from there just keep exploring other recipes find new recipe books or new recipe inspiration or one of the easiest way to find a, find a recipe is if you've got a recipe in mind that you like, just Google vegan, you know, vegan version or plant-based version. version. Of. Yeah, really, yeah. There's yeah. tons of recipes that come up, yeah. yeah so that's amazing. For me, it wasn't hard, but I know that it can be a massive shift for a lot of other people, and obviously this is what I help them with. The, the, the eating, the doing, that's not the hard part. There is a lot for a lot of people. It's more a lot of the mindset drama of how they show up in their life, how they um, how they interact with their friends and their family, how they deal with social situations, how they go mm. uh, with eating out, how they go on on holidays, um, how they deal with criticisms or you know other people's opinions. That is more mm. the thing that holds people back and the and the thing that can be a real struggle for them. Um, that and falling back to old habits because. Uh, because they don't plan, you know, having a plan, <laughs> not failing yeah. to plan is planning to fail. So if they if they don't have a plan and know what they're going to be eating uh, ahead of time, then what they tend to do is fall back to old habits. So you know, I would just encourage anybody to, you know, have a plan. If you are going to make a transition, have a plan. Know ahead of time mm -hmm. what it is that you're going to eat, so that you don't fall back to old habits uh, when it becomes hard. Yeah. I like that a lot. And and as you said, just making small changes because yeah. often, yeah, the, the biggest challenge can be just that habit shift. So if you just start with a few small changes and kind of ease yourself into it, um, you know, rather than going cold turkey, I mean, you can, you know, obviously go, you know, cold turkey if you want, but, you know, if it's more approachable to start by making small changes, then why not? Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and I agree with your point as well on just 
been prepared and organized because I think um, I love on your social pages, you're very transparent um, when you go out or you travel or you do different things. Um, You'll either eat beforehand or make a plan or find other options. And I think probably a lot of people do have that fear of going, oh, we're going around to someone's house. Like I don't want to be a pest and ask for something different or whatever. But I think if you, you know, give people enough notice and, you know, plan accordingly yourself, then there's absolutely every reason for it to work. Um, yeah, it's yeah. just having that foresight. I say that yeah. too. And, and the, re- the only reason someone wouldn't talk to their host if they're going around to someone's place is because they fear what that person's going to say and how that's going to make yeah. them feel, right? Yeah. So, but I liken it to, you know, imagine that somebody came around to your house and they had a severe peanut, uh, peanut allergy. 100%, yeah. yeah. Peanuts could, you know, kill them, put them in hospital, whatever. And you serve them up as a beautiful satay dish, yeah. and <laughs> and they sat there and went, um, "I can't eat that." You would be, you'd be a bit mad at them that they didn't tell you in advance, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and and you know, imagine if they ate it and made themselves sick too, right? Like because That's they were it. too scared to say anything. So you know, imagine somebody else coming to you who has a dietary requirement you would want them to give you notice so that you can take that into account right absolutely our, yeah our friends and our family are exactly the same at least yeah good people are the ones that care yeah yeah, yeah exactly and we could probably and forget the rest that don't anyway yeah 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 right those those who mind those who matter don't mind and those who mind yeah don't matter you know there's another great saying yeah Yeah. love that one too yeah choose choose your tribe wisely yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's what I say 100% 100% um, which kind of brings me to the next question um, around, you know, the things that people say. What would you say sort of are the, are the common myths or misconceptions that people have about going plant-based? What are the things that you hear quite often? <laughs> There's lots there. Um, one, most people worry about where they're going to get particular nutrients from, like protein or calcium. You know, it's very common you know, misconception that we can only get protein from animal foods. <clears throat> mm. the, the truth is that um, our essential amino acids, which are proteins that we need to eat because our body doesn't make them, they're actually made by plants. So the only reason you might get it from an animal is because the animal ate the plants. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and same with calcium. The cows don't make calcium. The calcium comes from the grass that they eat. So any yeah. nutrient that you can get from an animal, you can you actually get first in a, in a much cleaner form from a plant. So you may as well go straight to the source. So <clears throat> one, you are going to get all your nutrients and you're going to get a better source of nutrients because all of those foods, all of those plant foods are filled with fiber and water and antioxidants and all the things that are going to create health in your body. So that's that's a few couple of the myths that people have. Um, also that it's expensive. Uh, whole food plant-based is not necessarily expensive. Uh, What is expensive is highly processed plant-based foods like, Mm. you know, say Beyond Burgers or the faux meat products, the faux cheese, um, the the very highly processed foods are expensive. So if you just take those off your plate and focus on whole foods, really you're eating peasant food. Uh, If you think about what, you know, generations upon generations of people all around the world have thrived on for many years like potatoes rice beans corn um all of our starchy foods and then we've got all the vegetables on top so um Mm. yes i know fruit and vegetables 
are getting a little bit more expensive these days, but our, our starches, um, which are the staple of, a, of the diet, are still incredibly cheap. So make sure you're eating enough starch too. And I will just also say this, that while you know a dollar burger from McDonald's may look cheap right now, the health impacts to you later on, that's not going to be cheap. Yeah. Right. Well, they're not so, even that cheap anymore either. And and I think that's my argument too, is that, you know, even meat isn't that cheap either. Mm. So, you know, for a lot of people, I think there could be a, a cost benefit in going plant-based in many instances as well, because yeah. quite often the cheapest things, well, yeah, I know for a fact, the cheapest things in my grocery shop are the fruits and vegetables, the fresh things. So, yeah. and yeah, prices have increased across the board, but they're still you know, the best value for money, you know, you can buy a, a, a bag of rice and, you know, you have sweet potatoes and potatoes and all those staples and create a really filling, delicious meal for a fraction of the cost of a, you know, a meat-based product. So, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think about the, you know, the hike in egg prices that happened <sighs> around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone was complaining yeah. about the price of eggs and I'm just saying, just, just don't buy the eggs. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need yeah. the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> there's other options <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no it's good it's good food for thought quite quite yeah. literally oh um, I've just thought of another myth for you another myth is yes. it needs to be bland and boring <laughs> okay no uh plant-based food needs to be it need not be bland and boring you can make some incredible flavors even whole food plant-based I mean if you think about how you most people flavor their um, meat products um mm. It, it, they're flavored with herbs and spices they're flavored with plants basically so mm. you know everything that you flavor an animal product with um you can you flavor you, it comes from a plant and you can flavor all your other vegetables with so there's incredible uh, flavors that you can achieve uh being whole food plant-based and there's some incredible cookbooks um you know that uh, that you can buy you know I've, I've got many favorites myself that i can recommend to people yeah. if they're interested plus i have That's my own a ebook good um, point Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah no that's an excellent point because you know we're, we're often often um flavoring and seasoning our, our meats with these things so why not vegetables and also probably the way that you cook them you know there's different styles if you grill something obviously you're going to you know release a bit more flavor out of it than if you were to just boil it and mash it but it depends obviously what you're making as well so yeah 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 that's a very yeah. good point uh, and I think a lot of people have been brought up, you know, particularly in our part of the world, Australia, New Zealand, you know, meat and two veg where the veg has been boiled yeah. the crap out of and it's soggy. And I know certainly a lot of the people in the US who I speak to, they're like, you know, what's a sauce I can put on top of my vegetables? I can t yeah. see that they're they're imagining I just, you know, have the meat and few veg and I'm taking away the meat. So all I've got left is the veg. Um, how do yeah. I make that flavor tasty? So um, it's a completely different way of thinking about food. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of eth more of the ethnic cooking, um, you know, think uh, things like Asian cooking, think Italian, think Greek, um, you know, they've got some incredible flavors that are very much plant-based and uh, they they treat food differently to how we do rather than our just standard meat and two veg um, you know very much um, you know curries or pastas or yeah. things that are just delightful and, and mostly based on plants so yeah it, it look to other cultures for inspiration yeah. in terms of yeah. um, meal creation that can be a really great way to go too 
Absolutely. And I think as well, because a lot of those cultures grow their own fresh produce, you know, when, when they pick it and eat it, it's, it's seasonal best as well. So it's really looking for things that are in season again, as well, to get the maximum flavor out of, um, you know, the fresh produce that you're eating, but yeah, excellent point. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So what um, resources would you recommend um, for people if they wanted to check out you know, this lifestyle and if they want to learn a little bit more about it, can you sort of recommend any books or uh, authorities or websites that people could refer to? Yes, absolutely. So um, I guess the, I would point people to the website forksoverknives.com to start with. That's a really good home base to understand everything that there is about plant-based eating. Um, they also have a documentary and I don't re- quite recall when it was first created, but um, on their website, there is a link to the YouTube. It's free to watch on YouTube, but there is a link from their website if you want to watch it. Uh, and this covers, I guess, why a plant-based diet, you know, the impacts on health and then a little bit more of how to do it. And they take people through, uh, I guess they, they show people in real life going through health transitions um, as they mm. adopt a plant-based diet as well. So that's a really great documentary to watch. But the, the website itself is a really, really, really great resource for anybody who might be starting out. Um, they've got um, all sorts of articles. They've got a huge amount of recipes. They've also got like a, a meal planner that you can download and um, you know, get weekly meal plans sent uh, Mm. to you. I'm not sure how much that costs. Uh, They have a quarterly magazine. I actually featured in their fall magazine. Oh, congratulations. Last year. A little bit of a blurb um, written up about me in that web, in that magazine. Oh, that's awesome. So so Forks Over Knives is a great place to start. Also, if you have Another really, really, really great uh, resource that is completely free and it's unfunded by any sort of industry. So we know that the the information that's coming out is reliable. It's not Mm. based on trying to give us information based on somebody's viewpoint or somebody, you know, somebody who's trying to make money. Yeah. 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 Um, And it's called nutritionfacts.org. this is a website um, built by Dr. Michael Greger, who is the author of How Not to Die, How Not to Diet, and their associated cookbooks, How to Survive a Pandemic. And at the end of this year, this is the book <laughs> I was going to talk about, he's also launching uh, a How Not to Age. So oh, I fantastic. Can't wait for this. I cannot wait for this one. And if you look at my social profile, my, my personal Facebook profile, yeah. Uh, that's him in my fo- uh, in my profile. We're actually holding his books. So oh, amazing! His um, uh, those books, by the way, are fantastic to get. Like, if you want to understand the uh, the link between diet and and disease, um, how not to die is a great book. If you want to understand yeah. uh, how to lose weight in a lot of very scientific detail, it can be a little overwhelming. Um, how not to diet? He reviews lots of different diets um, and comes up with a dietary pattern that is, uh, uh, I guess, the best and most ideal for weight loss, i.e. a whole foods plant-based diet. Um, yep. But um, but the website, nutritionfacts.org, is a great place, great resource for you, anybody to go who might have questions on particular nutrients um, or, you know, say you've got a question about protein you can just go into the search and type protein you might have a question about soy 
and you can type in soy and all of these little short videos that he creates oh fantastic um, are all there what he and his team do is review the thousands upon thousands of scientific research studies that are coming out every single year and they 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 pull all of the key takeaways from you know all these different types of studies and give us short um i guess short findings from these studies because you know for, for us as consumers trying to find the information that we're looking at by by looking at these studies one most people don't even know how to read a study most people wouldn't be able to identify a, a quality study from an industry funded study or from a poor study so they have done that work for us um, because they want to bring you know true nutritional science to the public to the masses yeah so yeah so um you know if you've got if you've heard any myths you want to check some facts whatever it is you go to nutritionfacts.org you just put it in the search and you'll come up with a whole heap of videos that will match um the word that or the words that you're looking for and you can just zero in on what it is that you want so basically he says if there's if you can't find what you're looking for it just means there probably hasn't been a study done or an effective Amazing. you know like a decent study done so yeah that's a really great place to start or i have some guides as well if anyone would like them nice and very simple guides that just sort of boil down the basics of whole food plant-based eating um uh, eating for weight loss or weight loss strategies so it's, it this includes strategies that are not just food related uh other healthy lifestyle uh habits that help support our i guess um our hormonal makeup so that our body can release yeah. weight um, and I also have a free recipe ebook, so um, I can give you all those links, Courtney, if you'd like. If that would be amazing. Yes, I'll, I'll put all of those links in the show notes for people that they can take a look um, and and follow up further because, yeah, that's so encouraging that there is a wealth of resource out there as yeah. well, including the work that you've done as well. That's brilliant. Thank you so much. That's amazing. You're welcome. Um, and um while we're on sort of the topic of books, is is there a book that you've recommend that you'd recommend? Um, it can either be a long time favorite, something that you read a long time ago, something you've read recently. It doesn't have to be plant based related. It can be anything. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to say there are three books that I kind of want to throw out there. Um, apart from the ones from Dr. Michael Greger that I've just mentioned, uh, yeah. one of my favorite absolute favorite plant-based books that can just introduce anybody to uh i guess why plant-based um is called fiber fueled by dr will balsowitz and fiber fueled he's a he's a gastroenterologist and mm. he so you know gut health he's done a whole heap of research on the gut uh that he didn't learn over his i think 14 years study um wow. it only came it only went down this path when when he started having his own health issues uh so he tells his story in the book how he came across all this research and what it uncovered and what he does is very in very easy to read understandable kind of layman's terms mm -hmm. tells us about how our human body works how our the food that we eat impacts our gut health and how our gut health impacts everything else in our body from our organs to our brain to, you know, digestion and beyond. All right. So Fiber Fuel is a fantastic book for anybody who wants to explore plant-based eating and or food and the impact on our body. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then we can get away from plant-based eating for a little while, a book that I really, <laughs> really love. <laughs> um, I love the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Oh, I love that book too. Isn't it great? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, I think it's the all-time number one Amazon bestseller or something mm. like that. Um, so that's my that I love that book in terms of understanding how habits are formed, but also how we yeah. can change our habits and how we can drop you know, unhealthy habits and how we can adopt healthy habits. So if anyone has some habits that they want to change, Atomic Habits is a, a great book. And then another book that uh, I really, really love, and I, I've actually just pre-ordered her next book coming out because mm. I've just been wanting some more of her voice in my ear because I listen to audio books. Yeah, isn't um, that great when you find someone like that? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's You Are a Badass by Jen. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just saw the uh, the advertisement from um, Audible for the pre-order for that yesterday or yeah. some, sometime yeah. this week. And, yeah, I thought exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. incredible. I just I love her witty humour. Um, mm. But, I, I, you know, I've, I've often, you know, as I've been listening to her books, just walking down the street, <laughs> chuckling away to myself. People probably yep. think I'm mad. Uh, but I just really love her kind of the way she puts things and helping shift pe people shift their perspectives on their life and where they are in life. And it's like you are so much more powerful than you're allowing yourself to be. You're standing in your own way. Just get out of your own way. So if anybody has some dreams and some goals out there who's really not making it happen, is hiding in the shadows because they're scared get this book you are a badass and start I love it start living into that identity of being a badass so this is this is something I you know explore with my clients as well I, yeah. I, I get them a lot of book suggestions to read and this is one of them and you know I, I help them sort of adopt this badass this plant-powered badass uh, identity yeah. uh, that just really helps them feel so much more powerful than when we first started working together so I love that book <laughs> And I suppose um, for you as a coach as well, like it's it's not just coaching from the plant-based lifestyle perspective, like you really need to meet people where they're at with their mindset and any kind of stories or barriers or fears that they've had in the past and yeah. work with them to try and change that because, and then that's a skill then once they've mastered that, they can apply to any area of their Anything. life, you know. Yeah, 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 which, yeah. which is and, why you offer so much value because it's it's not just about you know plant based eating. It's so much more than that. And but to to get to that goal, you need to conquer some of these other demons first. So yeah, yeah. and that, that's exactly right. And most of the well, not all of the clients, but most of the clients that I work with, they know what they should be doing. They know. Yeah. They know the fundamentals of a plant-based diet. They've just got self-sabotaging patterns that they are struggling to unwind themselves. So a lot of the work yeah. that we do is around their mindset, is around the stories that they're telling themselves, is around their fears and their, their subconscious blocks and you know letting all of that sort of stuff go. I don't spend that much time on the actual food. In fact, I think we've got one module in my program that actually addresses the food. Um, yeah. And the rest of it is either healthy habits um, and, and then dealing with all the reasons why they're not doing what they know to do. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so and it's helping them adopt the identity 
you know, shift their shift their identity, shift who they're being during that process as well. Um, because, you know, changing who we are is challenging, it's confronting. You know, we worry about what people are going to say, um, worry about how people are going to approach us. And and for somebody who might have been dealing with weight struggles or health struggles for a very long time, that actually starts to become part of who they are. And mm. so helping them let go of that, sometimes the weight that people are carrying is actually like a self-protective barrier. Um, yeah. They might have gone through pains and, and hurts in the past. And so this, this barrier that they've built, this barrier physically on their body to try and keep themselves safe. But, you know, it's about helping them feel safe uh, in other ways by setting healthy boundaries so that they can feel safe about letting go of the ways, letting go of the self-sabotage. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot that we work through. It's not just the food um, because a lot of them know what to do, although there is a lot of the refining of the food as well and helping them with, you know, shifting what they're doing on their plate so that they can, you know, continue to create results as well. Mm, that's amazing that sounds incredible we we all need you in our lives I think <laughs> so that that just brings me to my my final question so um where can listeners find you online or connect with you further I'll obviously put links in the show notes as well but um Beautiful. so you you coach one-on-one clients do you do group coaching as well like what's your what, yes, what services yes. do you offer um, at the moment, I've, I'm doing one-on-one coaching as well as group coaching, um, plus all yep. my one-on-one clients. They they get to come to the group coaching as a bonus as well. I throw that yeah, in for awesome. as a group. Um, I sometimes run uh, separate workshops or, um, uh, you know, many, many sort of events. Um, and the best way to, to find out more about what I'm doing and when I'm doing it is actually just to come um, and follow me on social media so people can yeah. find me on face, Facebook and Instagram under the plant power coach. Uh, make sure you put the the because there is somebody yep. on Instagram as plant power coach. That's a guy you'll yep. recognize. It's not me. So the plant power coach. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's also, there's also plant power, the plant power trainer or something like that. There's, there's yeah. someone else few confusing names no, the plant power coach um, on Instagram and Facebook I'm also on YouTube I've got a YouTube podcast um, there so you can find me under the same name or Fantastic. come and join my Facebook community um, that is a really good place to get free trainings from me loads of great recipes uh, I you know post often in the group there's there's also there's, it's more of a community space and people share yeah. their recipes and you know you can answer questions there I, I also give all of my group members uh, a free consult as they join the group if they want that option oh, um, wow, so we'll that's just, awesome yeah just jump there we just jump on the call and um, and uh, just talk about whatever they're struggling with and give them uh, some support in that moment so that's completely free so my my Facebook group is plant-based weight loss support so um, I'll give you a link to that as well Courtney people can come yeah, and join that awesome. um, or feel free to send me a friend request on Facebook Karen yeah. Sawyer K-E-R-R-Y-N-S-A-W-Y-E-R I think I, I do most of my posting and stuff from my from my personal page I do share yeah. my business accounts as well but yeah 
I, I share a bit of my life on, on uh, the personal I, I have to well. say I, I really enjoy following you on, on social because <laughs> you keep it so real and quite often you'll share what you're cooking or recipes that you're trying and um, I, I just love that um, it, it feels very relatable and, you know, you're a person and it's inspiring to see your journey as well and I think it helps other people understand that it doesn't have to be hard. It can be quite a simple journey and, yeah, yeah I love that yeah. you share that information. Information. lots of tips and interesting things you share so oh great that. thank you yeah great Karen <laughs> it has been an absolute pleasure catching up with you thank you so much for sharing all of your wonderful wisdom and how we can simplify life with plant-based lifestyle and eating and I am so excited to see what the future holds for you and um, especially along the you know the menopause kind of path if you were to go down that route with a, a special program or package there so I look forward to seeing more of that as well so yeah, check out the show notes for more info. Thank you, Courtney. It's been such a pleasure. And yes, a pleasure catching up with you again, too. It's been too long between uh, chats, my friends. <laughs> yeah, it has. It has indeed. Oh, take care, my friend. Thank you. Bye, hey, Courtney. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so there you have it. My interview with the incredible Karen Sawyer. I hope you enjoyed listening to Karen as much as I did. You'll be excited to know I have more guests and interesting interviews coming up on the podcast, so stay tuned. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a rating and review. Each review helps others find this podcast, and it absolutely makes my day reading them. I'd be delighted to assist you further on your journey of personal development and growth. If you're looking for more inspiration, check out my book, a Year of Love, Finding Peace One Day at a Time. Or, if you're looking for a little more morning motivation, take a look at my free course, Magical Mornings. If you'd like to learn more about journaling, my course, Joyful Journaling Journey, could be just what you need. In the meantime, if you want some inspiring journaling prompts to kickstart your journaling practice, you can grab my free journaling guide with 100 prompts. This guide also includes some super helpful info on the benefits of journaling, along with tips on how to establish a consistent journaling practice. Links for all of these helpful tools and resources can be found in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you can join me next time.